Brad Shepard, who's going to do something stupid again in the next three, two, uh, you know, Brad Shepard, who's going to do something stupid again in the next three, two, uh, you know, Brad Shepard, who's going to do something stupid again in the next three, two. You want to laugh, Russo? Yes, y'all, that's right, infidels. It's Monday morning back here in the missile silos of HMG, ready to launch the false flag attacks to tear down your society. The infidel crusher of Canada returns victorious once again. So step up, bring your $5. It's time to hand out some face slaps here on the Monday Locker Room. ChannelAttitude.com. YOLO! Oh, what's good? What's good, fam? Glad to be back here, man. Uh, it was a, another great weekend on the road. Uh, Conspiracy Horseman heels over strong at Great Northern Wrestling in Canada, crushing those Molson Ice Tone. Tim Horton sap sucking morons up there. It was all too easy uh, to put the plan back together. And hopefully, you guys had a good weekend. And uh, I already see the chat room filling up here live. Ben Hameen, YouTube channel, twitch.tv slash Hameen Media for the free Monday locker room giveaway. But the best way to support is to go to channelattitude.com and subscribe to that HMG product, $5 a month. All the review shows, the hardest working staff in all of professional wrestling punditry, the best community over on Hameen Media Discussion Group, Facebook with the watch alongs and the pick'em challenges. And I think <laughs> I might be wrong, but I think I went 100 uh, percent correct on the kickoff pick'em challenge for backlash. Uh, but uh, I didn't even get to watch backlash uh because i was on the road and uh entertaining the wives you know because they work so hard and pay for everything and i don't do shit i guess is uh the word on the streets <laughs> but uh the word on the streets is beat man and hopefully we get the run in here i talked to him last night uh maybe not the run in but the limp in my man uh timmy b back in action and hopefully he joins us this morning and if not, uh, the vet's always on call. With the he's up in the sniper tower with the thousand yard stare. So uh, we'll give Timmy B some time to get up and get with it this morning. But I'm uh, glad to see you guys already filling up here, man. Uh, all the HMG loyalists, and it was a big week last week between K100 and Cafe De Renee, Patreon, and everything we got going on here, and then back on the road a lot of great uh feedback from master shoot theater obviously with stevie back in the folder excuse me young writer uh that energy is just uh awesome and it's something i look forward to every week man so i'm glad you guys enjoyed it can uh bring a smile to your face while all the rest of the news of the world seems to be uh as insane as ever right uh you know the precipice of world war what are we in five now uh and it just don't stop and uh, i thought i told you that we won't stop yeah and uh, i don't think there's any draft news uh tonight uh, we'll see what they do on raw gonna be a long one to settle in for as well but um everything's been going good man business wise i'm excited just got a ups notice that the 
sticker labels that were supposed to be here Friday for the horseshoe genetics nutrients will be here today. So uh, we'll see if uh, ups uh, sticks to it. Apparently they're not working weekends anymore. They said, fuck it, pal. Fuck you. I ain't working no goddamn weekend. Uh, but uh, yeah, I heard all really good things about uh, backlash and, Puerto Rico and uh hopefully everybody had a good time watching it seems like there was a lot of big moments especially obviously for uh the Latin uh, uh wrestlers there man didn't matter where you were from I think uh anywhere Puerto Rico to Mexico to to whatever Latin country you're from god damn it and uh they had a great time it was cool to see good surprises there with Carlito and Savio Vega. I got to catch those clips. Savio Vega, man, that, that popped the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie, dude. Uh, I like to see uh, guys like that get a big moment, you know, and he's done a lot for Puerto Rican wrestling, even in uh, the last couple of years. I know uh big shout out, to, uh, you know, to, to him putting the belt on guys to, to come back over here. Rich holiday being the main one and Richard holiday would call, Savio when he was Savio when he was on immortal shows and say hey it's cool if I defend this title here I'm going over and you know uh just uh doing business how business should be done across the board across the borders and representing your company and that's what I'm trying to do obviously with uh the Canadian sap sucking title here from Crossfire Wrestling and I take the immortal titles uh across the border there so to take a brand that's usually regional and uh make them global that's the true value I think of being in the ring doing what we do GGP and I even referee sideburns uh the whole uh the whole, uh, you know, nine yards, man, of being on the road. It's a, it's a great time. It was a good time heading up there with uh, the natural Nick Sullivan, the great Northern wrestling. We also had brother Jonas uh, with, with us as well. And uh, it was great, man. Kevin Sullivan on the show, G- Cowboy James Storm, Wes Briscoe, and, and a host of other uh, great Canadian uh, talent up there, man. But I got to take a minute and put over James Storm, dude, because, um, you know, we've worked together uh, in the past at Immortal shitty six right out of COVID era. Uh, but he was showing me some, some very, very, very cool footage of, uh, movies that are just being released and ones that are coming up that he's been working on. And two of them Westerns that just looked great. I mean, he's cowboy James storm. Of course he should be in Westerns. Like (laughs) that's, that's the central casting for him, man. But, uh, to see a guy that's worked his ass off, uh, you know, at impact and, and still continues to hustle on the Indies, and is in TV ready shape all the time, getting shots to go to the movies. Well, that's kind of every pro wrestler's retirement dream on the, on the door on the way out. And at the same time, you can get labeled a wrestler in Hollywood. And it, that's maybe not the, you know, what you want hanging over your head, even though that's where you came from and how you know how to do stunts and, and your acting chops were sharp in there in Hollywood, it's still going to be, oh, he's just the wrestler guy. And I don't think he's labeled as that, man. He's just got such a, uh, you know, classic look from the whatever's uh, Yellowstone series, like all those early prequels and and things along those lines. And he was doing a, one of the things he showed me was uh he was one of the regulators and doc holiday was in the scene. I'm not sure the title of the movies. So keep an eye out on James storms, social media, man. But that was cool to see uh brother leveling up like that. And you could tell he was, he was excited about that work. We were talking with Kevin Sullivan up there about it. And I, I, I'm, I'm proud of any guy who can 
transition out of wrestling and entertainment to a higher level you know hopefully he doesn't have to do uh the rock wear a tooth fairy costume or john cena in a skirt or some of that shit but um welcome to hollywood pal but from what he was showing me man awesome awesome uh western stuff there so uh that, that was a cool highlight of the weekend man and you could tell he was real proud of the work he was doing so big shout out to cowboy james storm on that one guys give him a follow and uh, keep an eye on all his upcoming projects so and uh to get to talk with the taskmaster kevin sullivan wow what an absolute honor that was uh after years and years of watching everything he's done creatively on camera and off camera and just to try and take in any knowledge that I possibly could from him and try and be humble and pay respects to him. It was very cool to be on a show. I've never worked on a show with him and uh, he, he enjoyed my segment, man. And uh, that, that was very fulfilling. And uh, I thought it went very well too. Very simple. And that's the, <laughs> the easiest way to keep, um, you know, to, uh, to, to keep me from looking rotten, I guess, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, but, uh, GGP worked his ass off, man, against uh profit. No, I've got a big match, uh, with next time I'm up there, July 15th and Smith, the falls where all those, uh, morons are up there, man. But, um, so yeah, it was great all the way around and, uh, talk to Kevin Sullivan in case Congo Kong tries to get some retribution on me. I've got a game plan already. Kevin Sullivan and I work something up for uh, that that uh, that son of a bitch, <laughs> Big Stevie. Close to getting the Jesus stunt double part in the Chosen. Uh, if there's there's nobody who deserves it more, man, than uh, Big Stevie. Cool. Uh, who who wouldn't want to see him play Jesus? The return of Jesus, and this time he means it. Uh, so, <clears throat> but they're glad to see Stevie checking in. And, uh, you know, just an awesome, awesome reel on his Instagram. I, I didn't check his YouTube about the entire, the entire, uh, tragic, uh, you know, health, uh, issues he had to kind of go through and, and, and is still battling back from, uh, it, early in, uh, February, you know, and, and all the way through now, man. And, uh, it was really one of those, I'm getting choked up now, <laughs> one of those tearjerker pieces, and, uh, you know, I'm glad to see him back and have him back with Master Shoot Theater and and everything like that, man. That that was just uh, we were all we were all just fingers crossed sending all that love that way, man. And, and you guys did, too. And now look where it's paying off, too. So go go check that reel out. You guys are a big part of his comeback story and he's kicking ass and he's working out too goddamn hard. Put the goddamn weights down. Get a resistance band and get in the ice bath, you sexy son of a bitch. Uh, but y'all, uh, man, uh, filling up was we're just past 33 strong. We're 34 strong here. Uh, at uh, Ben Hameen YouTube channel. So good morning to you. I saw John Hartnett catching some heat this morning from the dogs of war. They said, dad, get up, give me some breakfast. So maybe he'll check in as well with the Monday locker room, you guys. And, uh, like I said, we'll give Timmy B a couple minutes here, uh, to see if he does the Riz on and no worries at, at all. But, uh, it was interesting, man, to, to see poor that Puerto Rico audience, uh, just from what I did see, so live, bro, so hot for, for Bad Bunny stuff and Zelina Vega and, you know, just everybody there getting those moments. And that's really what we're searching for in this business. And when you can do a homecoming like that, even though I just did one, you know, independently and uh, at Immortal to, to have your people in front, uh, you know, that have... I've seen you your whole whole life and been behind you and you get to 
have that moment in front of them. Nobody can ever take it away from those performers. And uh, that's pretty cool, man. Uh, that's, that's something that no matter what happens in their career, that that's something they can hang their hat on till the end of time. And it really, uh, I think they did a pretty decent job from what I saw. Like I said, I got to, I'll probably watch some of the show today when I hit the gym and get on the stationary bike, but uh, yeah. So, Oh, let's see here. What else is going on, man, in the world? Uh, all that bullshit with uh, the coronation ceremony. I got no love, no nothing for any of that shit. Uh, old Athers hit me up and said they spent $125 million on that bullshit, man. Uh, when really, uh, uh, I think you could have got a rifle around for under 30 cents and really taking care of the whole problem, line them all right up back to back, pull it once because, uh, all that is bullshit to me. I don't support anything. Royal family. I mean, there is no such thing as royalty there. <laughs> there's only uh, fairy tale bullshit and they're inbreeding over hundreds of years and, they should all just be wiped out and, and that whole <laughs> system needs to be recast, you know, of uh, what a republic or a democracy really should look like. So all that shit where all these little girls from the 1950s till present day are brought up with princess fantasies. Well, it didn't work out too well for their last princess over there. So uh, you might want to look into that before you start. Uh, oh, they've got a crown. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit <laughs> uh, at all. And uh, it's uh, it's an insult to the intelligence of humanity in 2023. But that seems to be wake up every day and you can have your intelligence insulted all the way around. Uh, getting hit up uh, left and right in DMs from uh, the tr uh, true twin terrors, the morons of uh, the, the wrestling world uh body body head and uh lost sheep to lost shepherd uh just trying to get their shit in in public and that's what i told you they're gonna do something stupid in three two and here we are where they're got uh you know nobody makes a tasteless 9-11 joke like the old hacker but uh the, <laughs> they got it caught they, they, they think they're gonna get away with this when there's many people head hunting for them right now and uh, here they are with their nuts caught in their zipper once again. And that's just where they like it, apparently. But did they accept? No, he went on uh, Tricky Nick Hausman's uh, gimmick and they tried to half bury and <laughs> turn it into whatever. Uh, you know, I'm sure Nick feels some kind of way. But uh, hey, man, it's, it's all of their own making. Every little bit of it, you know. So will they accept? They've got 10 months. I'll work them both back to back I, and it still won't go five rounds. <laughs> you can have them both dressed up for WrestleMania and they're like, uh, yo, he's irrelevant. He's not this or that. He's hot dog and a handshake. Sure. I'm, I'm all those things. You're, you're right. You know exactly, uh, how much money I'm making and, uh, and how I did the last two, two weeks in wrestling, uh, you know, didn't make any money whatsoever. Uh, sure. I didn't, uh, you know, so they can, they can keep on with their little, jives but at the end of the day it comes down to do you accept you're you're both all you want is negative attention and spotlight well hmg's offering you one of the biggest spotlights of wrestlemania 40 weekend and a payday as well and even if you need a flight i'm sure the loyalists will help crowdfund all that you might need an extra week to recover before you fly home from massive head and stomach trauma but uh <laughs> you know they, they're not relevant and then you have the opportunity to be one of the most talked about things at wrestlemania 40 weekend but you show your true colors that you're bitch made and you wouldn't step up when somebody calls you a bitch 
<laughs> and you and you have the opportunity to get in the ring. No, on the Comic Con floor, face off Triple H bullshit, and you got ten months to train for it. So hire whoever you need to get back on the grass, hit the crack pipe, whatever your fucking flavor of the month is. And, uh, and let's do some shit, man. <laughs> let's you want heat heat gets paid off and, uh, you could pay it off at the biggest weekend of the summer or the, of the spring rather. And instead more excuses, more little jibes and, and really exposing yourself as not even men at all. <laughs> Uh, but uh, a lot of people would pay to see it on Fight TV, twitch.tv slash Hameen Media. Uh, we'd have to do it on somebody else's YouTube because I'm demonetized. <laughs> but, uh, you know, keep on with those Twitter thumbs and see how that works out for you because the way it's going to get paid off now if they keep up with that shit is somebody's going to yoke them up and pull them into a bathroom and really do a nasty number on them, and that's not – how I want it to go down. Uh, heat needs to get paid off. I want to sell tickets. Uh, wouldn't you love to see those guys get knocked out in front of 1500 of the most hardcore K 100 HMG Russo brand subscribers. I think that's where it's at, but they act like they want it. And then obviously they don't. So we'll keep on keeping on doing what we do here at HMG with all the hardcore bear cats out there so uh yeah a lot of you guys this morning man look forward to getting back in the aew self-help group with you uh, and uh the smackdown live self-help group which i'll review that for russo brand right after we're done with this one with big stevie cool so y'all uh let's see if baltimore even saw the link man you know what, what's he's doing he's got he's always working on his hair and shit you know like he's got that nice hair that son of a bitch Oh, let's hit some storylines. Yeah, yeah. The peaky fucking blinders don't have to worry about their hair, mate. Alfie fucking cuts me hair. Oh. <laughs> uh, where do we want to start off with this morning, man? No, that's a little bit dark. We don't want to start with that one. That one's uh, what have you. But we're talking about Puerto Rico. Ho! <laughs> uh, Jim Harder is in the house. He says... Uh, uh, handicap match body and shepherd versus I mean my money's on Benny well especially when I got uh John Hartnett in my corner to to make sure that I've got all of the training that I need but uh, I've been working pretty hard but and it is nice hair it, Baltimore does have a nice head of hair man and we're we're good to be back here oh yeah the buddy Murphy tweets are coming don't worry but that's that's probably one of the bigger uh shoots of the day but why WWE might not hold another event in Puerto Rico right away following the 2023 backlash. Ooh, get it together, pal. Premium live event. The Puerto Rico Convention Center District Authority and Puerto Rico Tourism Company reportedly paid WWE $1.5 million to have 2023 backlash PLE take place in country. Uh, in the country, excuse me. Uh, during uh, Meltzer Seltzer's podcast, he explained why WWE might not hold another event, or they might, or they may. So I'm sure he's going to play both sides. Uh, the thing is, they're only going to come if they get paid. Yeah, well, you know, hopefully. So that's how much the tourism board wants to pay. It's up to that. Uh, usually when it comes to this type of thing, generally speaking, if they want to bring you in, if the tourism board brings you in they're not going to bring you in every year they're going to use their money to bring in another act next year it won't always be wwe so yeah for them to do a pay-per-view generally and there's an exception because when they go to london 
they're not getting paid by a tourism board. They just feel like it's time to do it. So interesting here, man. Obviously, any of these uh, tropical island nations have uh, tourism as their main source of income uh, to, to, you know, there's some exports, I guess, in Jamaica, It'd be probably coffee, sugar canes and things like that, that I've seen rum <laughs> while I'm there. Shout out Appleton rum, delicious. Uh, and then to put it over uh, that they're giving them 1.5 million to come there instead of just what WWE does to buy a spot and set up a show. That's interesting. It's kind of like a bought show. Not that that show 1.5 million, probably, I don't know. I, I got to believe that's probably a three to $5 million show that they put on there, but um, that's how they do it. Right. To bring in these acts. And then next year, maybe it'd be just like a bad bunny concert or something. But after last night and how hot it was to me as a promoter waiting a year and coming back is going to be even bigger and better because of how well this went and the hype. So it's interesting where they're like, nah, it's a one-off and we might not book you to, to come back. So I don't know, that just doesn't make a, a ton of sense to me uh, in it, but a 1.5 million, what's that mean when you've got <laughs> $9.3 billion, you know? So uh, it doesn't, uh, it, like that doesn't line up. Even why WWE would kind of, not that you would like, hey, you want to give me a million and a half and scoff at it, but why take that out of their coffers, you know? Uh, and uh, there was plenty of me shooting on, uh, what I think of the entertainment business and CIA involvement uh, with that, uh, with with the popularity of Bad Bunny. However, when he came out, everybody in uh, the crowd knew every word to his reggaeton song. So I don't know it. And I've had that as like, not a critical, but just a, a question of like, please name me three songs. Uh, but obviously the uh, fine people, people of Puerto Rico do know him and hold him up as a hero. And uh, the guy's got stage presence. I haven't watched the hardcore match yet, but uh, a lot of people were putting it over. And almost everybody they've brought in, whether it's McAfee, uh, Logan Paul, or Bad Bunny, have absolutely fucking hit a home run every single time. So regardless of commentary of why it's going down or conspiracy horseman, conspiracy theory of why, uh, they've they've gone three for three with uh, their their big name uh, celebrity talent or CIA play celebrity talent or what have you. Uh, okay. Uh, but the live crowd of backlash was praised on social media for their enthusiasm and video footage of Brock Lesnar receiving a standing ovation from after the event went viral, man. So interesting there, dude, uh, what I really liked and what I saw on SmackDown, I'll bring this up to Stevie and Rip used to say it to us uh, that, that, you know, working different crowds everywhere, you're, you're going to like, if you're working in Japan, they might be into it, but because of their culture and respect, it's crickets out there. You know what I mean? And they're just sitting there and give you a little golf clap where, you know, once that Latino heat kicks in in Puerto Rico, they're with it. But Rip would say about the wah, 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 whoa, wah. And a lot of wrestling teachers will teach things like that when we're teaching, um, you know, the comeback and, and coming in hot and use the waz for it, where you like get the guys to start selling that way. Boom. Wow. Wow. And so you can teach rhythm. The crowd here is either smartened up to it from way back in the day and they still keep it going, but it was cool to hear that in the modern era 
being back in Puerto Rico, just watching SmackDown while they were doing, doing that too. So my point is no matter where you are, you got to work a different style based on what it is. And sometimes that style makes it way easier working in Canada right now. I've said this before, but um, <laughs> it's like these elementary school, and maybe it's just how nice uh, the Canadians are. These elementary school ribs, like Benny Hamburg or whatever, <laughs> they'd rather chant that than anything else, man. So you just let them have their time and uh, it, it, try not to laugh because you're like, what the fuck? It's like WWE 94 as opposed to ECW 97 in New York, how it usually is. But right now, the extreme one is back. Uh, his hair is quaffed and uh, making me smile already today, man. Uh, I'm glad to see him. Uh, one of my best brothers from the old school OVW days and an HMG stalwart. It's Timmy Baltimore. Good to see you, pal. Great to see you, pal. A uh, little bit on tearing time, Timmy time here. Why change? Never change. I mean, that's, that's kind of the <laughs> deal now. Um, uh, yeah, everything uh, is 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 pretty damn good, and it's great to be here. And I miss my I miss my uh, Hameen uh, Army friends and uh, the greatest uh, loyal wrestling fan base in the entire podcasting industry. So. Yeah, I know it blows you away, man, to see how much love we get from the from the diehards who go to bat for us online. But I know you've been keeping an eye on things, and I've been sending you links, man. So it's uh, it's great to have you back, buddy. And uh, nice little golden tan. He looks good. He's been – is that a number two clear, or did you actually get under the UV lights? <laughs> it's a it may be a little bit under the uv lights okay um, old habits die hard you know how that yeah, goes for yeah. sure for so, sure um, <clears throat> hitting the ground running though man uh what's going on at uh at old immortal i see your three yeah. belts deep <laughs> i don't want to backtrack because i know no, you, that's you, you fine man uh, yeah it was it's been a crazy three weeks bro to go up and uh to crossfire wrestling st Catharines, and and win the heavy my first heavyweight title there uh you know so yeah yeah and then, and then come back uh right in behind the missile silo with the JFK arena back into the left uh, over there and do four, 45 minutes in a Royal rumble to go over for the immortal heavyweight title. And then I've had the, the tag straps. Well, I'm get backwards on that with yeah. uh, my man, blaze Haram sons of Allah. So good rib. Now I got to defend them all against uh, top contenders <laughs> and not, to not suck. <laughs> but then last night making uh, or Saturday night, making our debut, for great northern wrestling in ottawa man so crossing the border you know international incidents all the way around but uh, to bring that uh, gold home to the hmg family man it, it really felt good after uh, a long time off with covid you know and now we're kind of back into it and to see crowds up we had our best crowd at immortal and this was the return for uh great northern wrestling and my students killed it at immortal as well in the opener so all the way around it's been really great three weeks my body's feeling it and now i got three weeks off to kind of get back into shape before we hit uh june july with a lot of bookings coming up too but very fortunate man it's i think it goes um often unsaid but like especially especially when it's not like that you've been 
on the road or bump in, uh, you know, however, you know, four or five times a week. Um, yeah. yeah. Practice when, two nights a week, <laughs> practice two nights a week. Uh, the travel, the travels a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you're becoming like, you know, a real staple in, in the Northern borders and, uh, God bless us all. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's a lot of country. You up there know, a lot of towns and book this fucking guy, man, for sure. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a good time, man. And obviously with GGP and referee sideburns and the natural Nick Sullivan and even brother Jonas rolling with us, man, it was just good to be back on the road with the boys having a good time and nobody got hurt and we stole the show and got the hell out of there uh, after intermission. Can't beat that, right? So just a lot of hurt feelings for the uh, people that took the L. Yeah, yeah, and broken hearts as well for all the ladies. But good to see you, man. I missed good you. Good to see you too. Good, good to be back with you, pal. Um, one of the big news uh, from Backlash, I haven't got to see it all, Timmy. I'm not sure if you did, but one of the great cameo appearance, uh, you know, an OVW brother, Carlito. Uh, made a big uh, return there, popped huge. Uh, Carlito says he's open to any good offer from anywhere and names his dream opponent. Uh, as seen at the premium uh, live event, Carlito made a surprise appearance during the Bad Bunny Damian Priest match. Just prior to the event, Carlito did an interview with the Metro. He Billy Body interviewed him, and here are the uh highlights. Uh, possible coming uh, back in wrestling he says, Yeah, I'm open to whatever. Any good offer from anywhere, it doesn't matter. The thing is, nobody calls me, so I, I I don't sit by the phone either. If something comes up, great. If not, I keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, and then what's driving him at this point? He says, just trying to keep up with the younger guys, see if I can still hang, that's all, until I realize I can't, and then it's time to hang up the boots. But his dream opponent is whoever makes the biggest check at this point. <laughs> Probably Roman Reigns, I guess. Checks don't get any bigger than that, right? So uh, a straight-up worker answers all the way around. But uh, keeping up with the younger guys, the guy's in the best shape he's possibly been. We saw him uh, at Royal Rumble last year or was it this year i can't remember off the uh head. last year and just a house you know what i mean uh definitely studying some climate change and florida weather and b12 but uh when you get the call he was ready to go and and huge pop in front of his people you know what i mean this time that had to feel great especially in the most hype match uh, to bring him out but he doesn't need to keep up with the young guys all he's got to do is bite an apple and spit it in somebody's face brilliant gimmick uh, if you as long as there's apples this guy's gonna fucking be over man. yeah and the fact that he is literally just ripped and 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 uh added on about you know 40 pounds of muscle since those you you look at the old um uh i guess it were if they show like an old graphic of him right it's like wait what uh i know like he's real tight with chris adonis and chris masters who um who was just like man he kicked ass you know at the rumble did great got a got a huge reaction and it was just like okay well and and that's kind of was one of the always one of the slights from uh you know, you'd hear from management. Carlito, Carly was not a 
a, a politician of any sorts. No. He showed up. He, he literally is a, a cool guy. He shows up, does his work. And um, yeah. And, and it's not like a, <laughs> a, a, you know, behind closed door breakfasts at the Hilton trying to get his, his spot or behind the, uh, the old McMahon door um, trying to get more than he's booked for. I'm a wrestler. Right. You guys have writers and creative. I go out there and wrestle. And you're and right. Now, with the LWO stuff, you can plug those guys in, but will they let it just die on the vine again after a great appearance on one-off? A cameo can be that and, and do it, but the same thing with Naya, really, you know, coming back for the Rumble because they needed somebody. And now her journey uh, into fitness and I think it being inspired by Charlotte to see some of the pictures she's posting, absolutely uh, beautiful and inspiring to see, you know, that she could come back and make unbelievable waves of positivity for weight loss journey, uh, you know, health, uh, especially in the American, a morbid, morbid obesity crisis that's constantly around, you know, like that's going to inspire people no matter what. And, I think they got to bring her back. And I say that, but, but will they, um, you know, they, they do these one-offs like that and then they kind of kill the own, their own momentum when they really should be building off of it. Well, it, there's a lot of talk about moments, right? They don't, mm -hmm. they don't really worry. There, there's not a lot of, uh, <clears throat> unless it's at the top of the card. Um, there's not a lot of like, just, um, symmetry and things that make sense it's just well that was a cool moment i'll never forget right. that no long-term uh, business figured in it's just like a, a quick pop and you're out right yeah but again why not capitalize mm -hmm. on it you're absolutely right savio vega huge pop i don't know if that uh would go so you know i don't know if american uh non-diehards here would you know they'd know who he was but i don't know if it'd be that guttural I, I think it worked, man. Like, well, here's the thing. Even if Carlito isn't figured in or Savio isn't, and they're coming to the States, every indie promoter, their antenna just went up to go, let's bring them in here. They're get the rub off of the, that Puerto Rico show and put them on our poster, man, while they're hot. So you can go from getting next to no calls to naming your price a two grand and a first class flight or whatever it is to get back over now just off of those one appearance that could carry him for the next six months of having every weekend full. So that that's a, that's a big positive of it. And actually I was on uh, Rene Dupree, Dupree's uh, Patreon with him uh, doing AEW watch along. And he stooge that they had uh, contacted him to come back WrestleMania weekend as well. And, but uh, due to uh, border crossing issues, he wasn't able to make it, but they're reaching out to, uh, you know, talent that from a decade ago, you know. Why wouldn't you? Because these guys know the right way. And, and a lot of the younger guys uh, coming up are not quite as schooled in that. You know, mm. they they know how to wrestle that style where they get the most out of uh, most emotion out of, um, you know, the the most and, and the most drama and take the <laughs> most time. Uh, oh my god, they sell, <laughs> you know, yeah. they let their yeah. baby face sell. 
Yeah, Toronto Thrash had a good point. Savio Vega's been gone for like 25 years, and his two punches were better than all of Roman Reigns' punches for years. And I can't disagree with that. The fact that he'll hook you up, do the hot shot, bang, and like take a minute to do all the cool stuff before he delivers it to range his guy and make it visual for the crowd. You know, the arm ringer duck under back kick was right there. Just looked awesome, bro. Uh, everything, everything was right there. But a, a pro like that and a promoter like that knows exactly that this is my time. And he's done those spots that you could do them in his sleep. Uh, before you came on, I was putting him over because uh, another good brother, Rich Holiday, making his way back uh, as a free agent. I know he had his first independent bookings, I think, this past week. And to see him back in the ring after stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma, I mean, unbelievable comeback uh, there as well. But he was the champ of Savio's uh, uh, organization in Puerto Rico, and he would let him defend the belt on the Indies, kind of taking it, sure. uh, you know, international. And I, that's just good business all the way around as opposed to people saying, no, it's got to stay here, there, or the other. Nah, man, let's cross over and do some biz. It's it's a option. It's always an option um, if, you know, the – uh, WWE isn't quite interested as much as you'd think they would be or NXT or there's not, there's some sort of um, way they're not coming to an agreement. Probably health issues right mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And Puerto Rico um, was always a hot option, especially guys when uh, in 2005 and to 2010 when they when they their contracts were up with WWE, it was like. Puerto yeah. Rico, Idle Stevens, uh, Cliff Compton, Sean Spears, all those guys were right yep. over there. Um, and and yeah, how hot is it going to be now down there after down where? Yeah. Uh, after this show, right? That yeah, his his, his houses are going to be up across the board, man. I definitely wouldn't mind uh, doing a three week stint in Puerto Rico. The thing with the Renee stuff, I brought it up. They want him to come down, and and he can't. But they had the shows in Montreal that were massive, and you're not going to use them there. Like this type of uh, you know small minded and not not a big picture of when who's here and who we can use to get over. Uh, th that confounds me, man. What confounds me is um, Renee uh, was primed to have that proverbial rocket on his back at one point matches with Cena when Cena was uh, being elevated. Like that's no, you don't just put the guy you're, you're about to take to that next level of being your top guy within a uh, year's time in there with anybody. And mm -hmm. Renee was always safe. He was always entertaining. So smart changed his, uh, said change the goatee change the gear yeah. every three to six months new right. action figure and now new dlcs and the video games so um i don't see how uh unless there's like a physical issue that they can't pass in pittsburgh uh like a guy like carlito who knows but you're right the the worst case scenario that uh indie fee is going to be through the roof, and he's—it's not like he's never wor not working. I'm currently mm -hmm. just working every weekend. We just don't really—it's not in an right. area we, you know, hear about probably.
Deucey, get me a new action figure. I changed my mustache, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but shout out to all the, uh, you know, performers who got to live a great moment at that, man. Uh, people are are pumped about Backlash, and that's cool. Yeah. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer comments on Drew McIntyre possibly having a run with AEW. Uh, Teddy Long, who just appeared at a Comic-Con for Immortal this weekend, uh, he says uh, about it, he says, my opinion on it, I don't think – He's going back uh, to that title spot no more. You want, uh, you know what I mean? I, they did a lot with Drew McIntyre. He's been fantastic for them. Even myself had a chance to work with him too in storylines. Uh, you know, when he was Vince's chosen one or something. I think that was it. That was our time period, the chosen one, right? Yep. Uh, if AEW wants to take him, I think he should go. You know, that's a fresh start here. So maybe he's got a two or three year run right there. I don't know. That decision will be left to him. But, I mean, what can he do is maybe talk and find out if there's any plans for him, if there's some plans for him down the line. Then hang around and wait until it's time. But if they don't have nothing for you, there's no plans, then the writing's on the wall. And he was drafted, uh, you know, but then they said his contract was up and he wasn't working without a contract. Has he signed a new contract with them? And if not, like, maybe he's not – he's a supreme worker who's been at the top – him holding out, letting and not saying anything and letting their own paranoia that is he going to jump to go work Wembley Stadium will add another quarter million to half million on his WWE contract. Plus, they just got nine point three billion fucking dollars. And it's about time, uh, you know, that guys started. <laughs> it makes me sick, but to, to see these NFL and NBA contracts, and what these guys are getting and knowing they don't do half the physical shit that we do. They want to step on each other's heads for fun <laughs> in the yeah. game. You know what I mean? Cause they think they're tough, but in their WWE marks, but the guys, our guys might be stuck at 200 to $400,000 when they should be making minimum four to $5 million a year, just to compete with the ridiculousness amounts that the ridiculous amounts that NBA, baseball, MLB are, are making, dude. I saw that uh, uh, <laughs> Saudi might pay for their soccer organization one guy $400 million, bro, they want to bring him in for. Yeah, but I'll then he runs the risk of, uh, what? <laughs> he, he runs the risk of if he blows it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could end up. That's got to be Crane, yeah. <laughs> I, I think about that though. That's that. That's an interesting point because what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, it means a lot of the boys don't have, you know, don't have those agents going to bat for them like that. No and, union. You know, no they union. got Barry Bloom, right? Right. No union, and that's a, that's probably the biggest part of it all. You know, and that that won't happen. It just won't because you'd need a co uh, a few top guys to say, "Hey, this is what's happening. We're going to do. Uh, we're going to unionize," and they're not going to ruffle the feathers for uh, the locker room to help everybody out when their situation is so, you know, 
Hold on a minute, Timmy. I'm not going to let you sit here and run down the good name of Andrew Yang, politician who guaranteed we were going to get this done with uh, the SAG director, uh, the nerd girl from 90210. Like, you're telling me me they didn't have our best interest at heart when they were trying to get over with that shit and they didn't get it done and then they just slinked away like the idiot Hollywood political trash that they are? Back to the uh, peach pit for milkshakes. I have no idea. I have no idea what, like, the, the, who, who that was for. Like, just to get some buzz, maybe? Um, but, like, who is that? Who are they? Why, why the wrestling crowd out of nowhere? Um, I, I don't know. It was a weird thing to kind of run on, uh, or as part of a campaign, but it's just not going to happen. The more, listen, what do we say? The things you can count on in wrestling, pettiness, yeah, <laughs> backstabbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> you know, there's within within the uh, within the entity of uh, a wrestling roster, but outside of it, everybody has each other's backs for the most part. But <laughs> um, man, it just seems like it seems like. Wrestling, uh, uh, and especially if you come up through the ranks, you've been uh, told, and it's been branded in your brain that the this is what you're worth. Oh man, I didn't lighthouse tonight, or hey, you know, this is what we agreed upon. Um, so when you're told that that's what you're worth, and you aren't, uh, even if you're given the TV time to, you know up your fee or renegotiate Mm -hmm. they have all the power to pull that away so it's not like you can make yourself quite the star that uh you know a wide receiver in the nfl could if he just starts running great plays and coming out of nowhere you know great matches but they say you know what we got about you know six other guys that can do that and they won't you don't even get a tryout for that to, to see what's, I mean, obviously the combines, but you're coming out of college. They're signing college kids that are, you know, obviously great stars, but are unproven in their league for insane amounts of money. That'd be like signing somebody out of the Indies who's a top guy right away for that as opposed to it. But while we're, it's all about the money, we're on this story. Sammy Zayn says he took a pay cut when he signed a contract with WWE. During a recent appearance on the Whiskey Ginger podcast, Sammy commented how he was making around $100,000 a year on the independent wrestling scene prior to signing with WWE. Zane noted that he took a pay cut when he joined the company. He says, I signed my first WWE contract for $39,000 because it was developmental, but you obviously get to make money later, which is what happened. So I wasn't too nearsighted about it, but thinking that I was worth so much more, you kind of understand when, when to take it on the chin and you'll make it up. Uh, uh, within eight months, they started sending me on the road to do loops. At that point, I was making only $50,000. But when the first check came in for the road loop, there was six or seven grand in there. At that point, I had the light bulb moment where I realized, oh my God, I'm here to make money. Money is not why I do this. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy having it versus not having it. 
Uh, money is exactly why we do this. And for those baby faces who fucking believe in these things, that that's what really makes them a, a, a human being in other people's eyes. That's dumb baby faces who are addicted to fucking phony props that define themselves through that. And that's the reality of what people think. Oh, you're an NXT. You're fu- you fucking made it. You're over, bro. Uh, no, you're part of the machine and the grinder right now. And you are, yeah, dude, I'm a WWE star. Look at my Triple H fucking picture. And, and I've got the free warmups they gave me. And guess who my coach is? But fucking at the end of the day, now you're you're still getting $750 a fucking week to go live in a shitty little condo uh, uh, center that is really wrestling college where all the wrestlers live together and fucking have gay domestic disputes where somebody's going to get arrested and fired or whatever the fuck based off of that. And uh, weird uh, sexual, uh, you know, <laughs> parties or whatever it is where people are taping each other in the bathroom taking a piss and then we all go to the beach together and do some instagram photos and blow off our fucking heat because that's what we do in the florida bubble for thirty nine thousand, while we pretend that we're making half a million dollars to the fucking sheets bro that that's yeah. real stooge off of it right there i can confirm nor deny that uh a lot of that was going on or not going on <laughs> at any points. And uh, <laughs> you want to buy the DVD from Kentucky? I got them both 10 grand. I'll give you the hard copy. <laughs> Do you see my face? I go, <laughs> <laughs> I've got one and two uh, of the fearless Jack Bull now. Blue Channel. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> they, they, yeah, it's good to hear that the developmental contract has not improved much. <laughs> no. ex- Except for the guys that everybody who can work and wrestle goes, that guy, that guy. Now I wouldn't argue like back with like an Oleg, a Vladimir Kozlov. Well, he, get didn't, that guy didn't he have Jerry Jarrett do his deal and he was getting like yes. five grand a week. And like that, that's what a guy like that should be on your roster. Now that's the fucking reality of it where everyone's trying to be over and you're like, dude, uh, I don't have enough change to go to the laundromat or whatever. Right. I got this Hummer uh, that I just bought as yeah. I arrived <laughs> here. Well, it's second. It's uh, It was Rey Mysterio's Hummer, so it's all good. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah, uh, you know, and then you wonder, well, uh, rest his soul, Jerry Jarrett. That, um, you know, I'm sure there was some – other side to the coin to his goodwill of bringing uh bringing around a Russian Sambo champ, yeah. But that's that's there. That's how it's it's how it's always been. It's like <clears throat> you, you the part of the process is you know making that low end of the money and living you know through tuna and protein powder and having Yoshitatsu punch you in the head if you're um you know Seamus because you stole his protein powder um just wild shit like that and and then you hope that there's the idea get up on the road oh here's some money oh a video game here it is but that's not a guarantee man like it's it's still sink or swim the journey has just begun um and they just you know. take it on the chin like that too, because if he was making a hundred K, 
he's got every right to go look at his thing at 39,000 and go, guys, I'm not trying to be insulting. I want to be here with you, but I know you're fucking rich. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I was, I can show you last year's fucking take. Uh, I'd like to be making close to that of what, you know, off the Indies, you know? So there's, there should be a bigger business class section going into this shit of how to contract negotiate as opposed to, uh, I'm not going to sign this for under 40 grand, bro. Well, there is. And it's uh, what used to be Jim Ross coming down and uh, kind of grouchily bitching at you on how to save your money, but you're already there. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's always been lopsided that way. And, uh, you know, you just, you hope you make, you know, tons of it um, and get the uh, creative and, and and push and the and the matches and the features you want and being a top guy is is very very like you're you have no life of your own pretty much but you make that big money for for a minute at least you know three two three five years and uh that's worth it bust your ass for well you can and and make your make your nut and then you can reinvest and do whatever you got to do. Um, but for the most part, it's, uh, it, it's in its own bubble and there's no, you know, there's no my massive payouts right now for the guys they wanted to keep away from AEW. What happened is a lot of those guys took those contracts because they were offering them. And then, uh, they were like, Oh, wow. We, uh, he Brett Hart, uh, he, he Brett Harded him. He's like, I don't know if I can, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can honor that. that. But, yeah. but we got, uh, you know, in the chat saying, save your money, be smart. 39 grand in Orlando <laughs> does not go far, bro. Like, right, no. go, go check out shitty condos in Orlando and what a six month lease will cost you if you can even find one, let alone a year lease where you're locked into that. And that's pretty much all the money you're making. All you can do is afford to go to the beach during the fucking day if you're on 39 grand because you can't have Twitch income. You can't have anything else. That, uh, now you can, but before to find another way to, to get yourself over, it all has to be okayed through them. So there is no money saved when you're there, even though you might have come off making two or three times that before. You just had to pack up your family. How many people pack up their family, move to Florida, and are gone within less than a year. It's a story that has happened plenty of times, bro. And now you got nothing to go back on. Hopefully your significant other has a steady job. That's a, a mark job, you know, a civilian job. So you can, you can weather the storm, but they fuck people's lives like that up all the time. Dude. All the time. Uh, never forget when they moved uh, Angel Williams, who's, who was, you know, coming out of deep South and they moved her to Louisville and uh, you know, she was an established Canadian talent before the beautiful people. No, it may have been after. No, it was before. She, and, was, dirty, uh, yeah, she was dirty South for a while. Right. And they said, <clears throat> come to Louisville. Uh, she unpacked all her stuff and they said, Hey, by the way, uh, within two weeks, like we're we're making some cuts, you're gone. Alice in Danger, uh, Carino's sister, um, there in NXT as a coach. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's just the way it is. And I was reading um, John Moxley's book about what they gave him the move to uh, FCW NXT. And they give you a, uh, a blanket check for just moving expenses. And they gave me one and it was 2000 and they gave him years later, like five years later, one that was, uh, one point, uh, uh, 1500. <laughs> and I, and I had, and I just had, uh, uh, Seamus and Drew moving, helping me <laughs> took about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a moving team right there. Right. For sure. Right. Uh, they're saying, ben, uh, Mike Ruman says, Ben, do you believe Punk's coming from Emily? You got to have him, right, man? Like, to me, the the match is a shitty six with Punk and FTR versus the the elite with uh, Kenny Omega. Um, you know, that that's where the money is right there. So I would definitely have that. And, and I think Drew as well, you know, and uh, it was awesome to see. Uh, those butty boys eat shit again where they were talking all that shit. And then <laughs> what they said, they're up to almost 50,000 tickets sold or they're going to be past that at this time. So uh, hilarious. But uh, yeah, you get, you kind of got to have them, you know, uh, on that show. And it's not the, it's a new Wembley stadium. It's not the mm -hmm. one uh, that had uh, Bulldog and Hart in it. It's a right. it's oh, like yeah, one. yeah. Okay. it's a it's well it's it's newer it's the same I I, I don't know the exact uh, logistics of it but it's but a, wouldn't it's, you even have Brett there though to back that team because Punk and FTR are mega Brett marks the the guy jumped Brett at the Hall of Fame that they fucking tune that one guy up like it's all right there so that that's the seven that I would have in there and I don't know is there you'd wish that Shawn Michaels could be in the fucking corner of the other guys. But uh, I don't know uh, if that's, if that's a possibility for the super kick crew. So highly unlikely, but yeah, yeah I think, I think that, that I agree with you. That's the one you gotta, uh, <clears throat> you gotta run with that one. But if they sell it out um, without it, it may just be punk appearance. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Mike Martin getting hot about my uh, commentary. Uh, if you're in Florida, Indiana, Chicago, when you choose that dream broke, it doesn't matter if you're in California, Florida, or still poor. Uh, I get what you're saying, buddy, but uh, I don't know if you've ever lived inside the wrestling bubble before, but at that level, it's constantly about status. And when 2006 to 2009, if you didn't have a douchebag Ed Hardy hat and affliction shirt and a pair of Nike shocks, then you weren't even fucking going to be considered a contract guy at that point. So there's so much keeping up with the Joneses uh, of fucking who's over and who's not. So you can be seen with Cena and they don't go, what are those or whatever the fuck and, and get over $39,000. I believe me, bro. We were the have nots. I know what it means to fucking be a starving artist. I did it in Chicago for six years. I did it in Louisville for six years. And then I had to build my own fucking um, mini kingdom. I won't even call it an empire yet. Cause we haven't leveled up to that, but uh sure when when you're at the home of the hungry and you're looking for that contract <laughs> that that's exactly what it, you want but when you're on fucking florida water and all the climate change you got to feed that egg whites all that shit bro gone that thirty nine thousand with what comes down to about 24 or, or, or 2500 a month rent 
1600 to 1700 for a condo if you're splitting with somebody maybe and now that's the rest of it car vehicle food and then you i mean sure you're paid to go work out all day and and, and be over but hmm, when when you're like oh still living check to check and you're supposed to be and you're on tv every week yeah it's a, it's it's a mind fuck it's it's and it's it also that local television i mean you're you're traveling these little bar shows even mm-hmm. in, in, in fcw there was no uh you know they had the fcw arena in the where steve kern's warehouse but there was no um nxt there was no money real really big money being pumped into it until triple h got down there and kind of started seeing the value of bringing in some some established names off uh off the indies and whatnot the samojos and 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 the like but yeah again you you rent or if you go up on the road you buy a condo and then you're up on the road you rent it out to the guys coming in that's you know some your extra income and you hope you don't have to keep going from the road back down to OVW taking bumps <laughs> putting over the new guys and uh get one day off besides travel and um you want to get that call to go home so you can hopefully have your money to go to the uh Houston's or the Tampa's the Florida's and Texas's and uh uh, Nevada's of this world because um, tax-free. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, chat's hot about this conversation back and <laughs> forth, but uh, we'll, we'll keep on with the headlines, man. Not trying to fucking uh, get into it, you know, uh, with like, I know you don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, Trinity Fatu, formerly Naomi, says her WWE departure was a crazy situation, but she's not bitter. Uh, speaking with Alfred Cunnell of Forbes, uh, she says, uh, I don't ever want to come off as angry, as bitter, as mad. I don't feel any of that. You know, I mean, it was just a bad situation. Crazy, crazy, crazy situation with a lot of layers to it, but I love WWE. I'm thankful for all the amazing years that I've been there and what they've given me and what they've given to my family, what a career I've had. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now without that foundation and what I've been able to do with them and being there. But sometimes here's there's hiccups. Uh, within the business and there's issues and problems and everything just came to a head. And sadly we had to deal with it publicly. You didn't. Uh, I wish uh, was something that could have been just handled and taken care of privately, but I definitely think a lot of good will come from the situation and has been coming out of it. I do feel good with where I am right now. Uh, You know, obviously she debuted for impact and that was a a good moment for them. Uh, They might've been a little late on the run in on the cutoff, but uh you know, at the end of the day, this is uh, one of the bloodlines' wives. You know, and this is a very political statement of uh, "I love these guys," even though they treated me like shit, and we had to deal with the public. I love you, like <laughs> classic worker shit, as opposed to uh, you're trying to make me an African American stereotype and treating me like I'm not shit and telling me lies that I'm going to win this and then I don't win this or that or I don't get the push. Um, I was surprised that she bit on the drama from whatever Mercedes Monet, who has a history of uh, throwing temper tantrums when you take the fucking belts off them (laughs) because they define themselves through it when the reality is 
anybody in the mall food court could whip the shit out of her 10 out of 10 times <laughs> you know any sister shopping at tj maxx i'm taking them in the fucking plus <laughs> uh you know and then uh <laughs> but you know here here we are with her you know being smart enough to put out a semi-political answer to forbes because they know it's going to get seen I think if she was leaving, there's tons of money on her with her own dance, dance revolution, her own sneakers, her own fashion line, uh, empowerment of young girls. Like what, what can we do outside of wrestling that makes you important that brings you back? So whatever you were hot about, which usually comes down to push and money at the end of the day, they're going to push you and put money on you when you get yourself over outside of wrestling, not in another wrestling organization. So as great as her entrance was, and that's where she got over, that's where I'd be trying to capitalize on it right now outside of WWE's machine. I could just hear the voices of, uh, you know, the, <clears throat> the mentors that we had and um, coaches and even guys that, you know, we respected that were still active, like – Oh, so you're gonna wrestle after that? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, right. That was always the thing. That big entrance right. and wait, wait, wait. We're gonna do collar and elbow tie up after that. But <laughs> <laughs> but it is cool because that's a different era and like the entrances and and, and the, especially at like a mania. There's a lot um, a lot of meat on the bone there. And quite frankly, um, you know, she was. Uh, a tandem when it happened and when Sasha kicked up that dust, they showed unity and that split the locker room a bit. Um, uh, and the office and, um, who knows, man, maybe, uh, is she married? She's married to Jimmy. Jimmy, I think. And they could have waited it out another four months and then the NDAs would have dropped and ACE would have been gone. Cause that's what it all was. Right. It was a Johnny ACE scenario. He said, stop acting like prima donnas, go do the job. He, 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 I think he was having a bad day, but there was a lot, as we found out, um, right. know, the hammer was, was a lot of things going on that he didn't want to deal with a fucking finish. He's waiting for the fucking dam to break on 16 different possible sexual assaults that uh, upper man management's involved with, right? The Yeah, the, the, the legal assistance likely, like, under the desk and, yeah, <laughs> and he's yeah. like, not now, not, not now. now. And then they storm in. He's like, Oh my God. Jesus oh God damn it. Everybody <laughs> signed this. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was a calculated uh, or maybe uncalculated move and risk, but you know what? Mm. Sometimes people, you know, you do the ballsy thing and uh, in my life and experience, it's better to make a decision right or wrong than to live in limbo and indecision because you know you'll you'll figure it out you'll land on your feet and impact is right. I, I don't you know i don't know about their numbers but impacts like a good wrestling show these days a good tv wrestling show so um, yeah they're yeah. especially their women's division you know definitely shine yeah um this, uh, go back to NXT and something outside of it. I uh, thought this was interesting. I don't really know this young lady because the vet and um, Big Ray have been doing such a great job on the next level review that I haven't had to thankfully <laughs> watch developmental wrestling. Uh, but former NXT star 
Aqua or AQA. I'm not sure if that's uh, what it is. Uh, joins the new Hot Wheels reality competition series. That popped me because that's what Stevie calls uh, terrible wow. workers when they do the pull back the car and it goes forward. <laughs> they're going to like that room zoom, zoom, bang, where their footwork <laughs> is so bad. It's Hot Wheels footwork. But this isn't that. Uh, even though she may have that, I don't know. I haven't seen her stuff. But uh, former WWE NXT talent and AEW star AQA uh, announced on Twitter she's going to be part of a new NBC reality competition series called Hot Wheels, The Ultimate Challenge. Uh, she says, little known fact about me, I've always been a huge Hot Wheels fan. I started collecting when I was 10, and I still do. Super stoked to be a part of something as awesome as this. Wrestling fans, I got something special for you. Hashtag NBC Hot Wheels. Uh, the reality TV series will be available uh, starting on May 30th at 10 p.m. Eastern uh, on NBC. It'll be available to stream on the cock. Uh, but according to NBC, it'll be 10 episodes. Premise of the series is simple. Each week, two contestants will face off by transforming an ordinary vehicle into an extraordinary Hot Wheels showstopper. The winner of each episode gets 25 grand and will advance to the finale. The winner of the finale will receive $50,000 and their car will get its own official Hot Wheels model. The series is going to be hosted by Rutledge Wood. Not mm. familiar. Good choice. Good yeah, choice. Yeah. He's, he's good at that stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but uh, let's just see now. That's uh, that's about that. But, I mean, that's a cool project for But really what do we got here is Pimp My Ride reboot on uh, uh, on Rock, and then the winner gets to go to Hot to get it made into that. But that's a good shot. Yeah, that was a spot for a developmental uh, wrestler to get a, a mainstream MVP. You're you're a little spotty, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put it together. Um, yeah, I, I just I just check back on it. There, so go ahead. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So Hot Wheels is, um. These are these are toy cars that they're going to make into uh, a, a, a made after real cars, but now to be remade into real cars with D list uh, D list celebrities and um, uh, Wood Lutbridge. That's is that that can't be a real name. Um, <clears throat> hosting the whole right. thing. I wish. You got it, it's a little the staticky, it's a little staticky. Is that yeah, yeah. Am I like yeah, I'm dead for some reason? You're frozen. Um I think I think me I go it goes nuts for me so why not um micro machines <laughs> and bring the micro machines guy back if he's still kicking I uh, I I I like uh I'd enjoy that more but <laughs> hot wheel show this is uh, but good for finding the uh work and maybe Jimmy didn't wander back uh, on the road maybe there is a little 
you know, who knows? Like, uh, wasn't Chris Jericho hosting BattleBots at one point? We're off the rails. What's going on? I can, oh my God. Oh boy. <laughs> ben is 100% frozen. All right. So I guess um, <laughs> I will talk. I'm, I'm out. I'll talk about Chris Call me Elsa, baby. On, on, on BattleBots. That was pretty, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, he's wearing like a, a glittery vest and he's like, Battle Robots. Like, come on. Okay. Or, you know, he did have that NBC pilot um, game show, but it seems like the game show thing is whenever a uh, athlete or entertain, like a sports guy or wrestling guy is trying to break through to the mainstream to something bigger. And, um, you know, who the hell are these guys' agents? I, I, I talked about it a little bit, uh, you know, as Spectrum's the shits right now. But uh, at the show this weekend, James Storm was there, man. And he was showing me awesome, awesome footage of movies that he's got coming out, cowboy movies, like three different ones, dude. And they were big budget stuff, too, bro. Like, he just did a movie with Kevin Hart, he said, too. So, wow. like, James Storm breaking out to doing some big things and i like that because as you know known as he is from his impact legacy run and a great worker that's the guy who got kind of after wwe system and now on steel wrestling oh, beat him to the pun i love him and I, to see him shine and he looks right out of central casting for young guns you know what i mean and it's it's a, it, again it's a lot about having a good age. God damn this! Uh, getting lucky and um, a lot of wrestlers are ideal for those kind of parts. Is like heavies and and uh, you know the backup to the bad guy. Uh, again, mm -hmm. I reference Oleg Vladimir Kozlov. He could be in every John Wick movie as a uh, as as a backup you know, gangster and we, you know, and he is pretty much like you see him uh, on his Facebook. I'm sure you're, you know, friends with him. Dude. He's always got a car. Like, uh, in a movie sets. God damn this fucking spectrum. Um, yeah, well, you know, oh. it's, it's He's living the life I I I wish I could. Uh, I always like to uh, pop him in his comments or whatever and say, um, when you rap uh, flipper flipper hooters, he always liked to go to the hooters and he always liked to call flipper flipper, <laughs> as you remember. <laughs> Timmy, let's go hooters. Get pitcher, whatever you want, man. <laughs> Oh shit, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, the internet's catching a body out here right now. I don't. I think the wives are on uh, with uh, the family back home in Saudi Arabia. They're all doing a call upstairs. So, uh, da, da, da. And, uh, that's how we do it. Uh, call yeah, the body. Uh, I am the poor man's max. <laughs> see a body, catch a body coming through the rye. Um, let's see here, man. Uh, that's that's fine. 
A uh, new report. Uh, this is uh, a little bit of a, a tough one here, man. I didn't want to go home with this and leave on a down note, but we have to cover the news. Uh, 2015 Tough Enough winner Sarah Lee suddenly passed away October 2022 at the age of 30 years old. But circumstances surrounding her death were not made public at the time. Uh, but according to TMZ, uh, Lee did die of apparent suicide. As the Bexar County Medical Examiner office documents officials say lee ingested a lethal combination of alcohol and pills they added that the former wrestler had left letters of intent at the scene before her death according to officials in the documents lee had bruises and abrasions on her head and the body at the time of her passing though they suspected she may have suffered the injuries in a fall or falls of an intoxicated state um yeah man uh, this is the dark side, you know, of the ring of what we do, uh, carny queers and addicts and people with, uh, depression issues. And, um, you think you're going to be a superstar and then you're making $39,000 <laughs> and you don't know, uh, where your next meal's coming from uh, sometimes. And, and, uh, it's all too much inside the drama and the politics. If somebody puts it on you and you're not used to doing that kind of shit and they fuck with your head just to do it and test you especially if you're the winner of something now the spotlight's on you can you carry it right so uh very um again inside the strange florida bubble and some of these kids uh who are raised on uh pharmacology culture are gonna take an easy way out you know what i mean and it's very sad to see such a, a, a girl that had plenty of uh talent and ability probably to to make it to the top but uh this is another dark side of being a, a contracted talent that they people don't really know about from their wwe stars man yeah it's it's the the issues like that certainly don't usually come to light until um once they're they're deep in the the system and I know uh, what she had three kids and uh, with uh, Wesley Blake, one of the forgotten sons. Uh, she had um, three kids and took her own life, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, she, and she was that's married. Me, to that's gotta be, that's got to be some inherited, you know, in the DNA depression and, and, and bipolar issues or something you know, with that, because I just don't know how you could check out like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy. And she, she was married to Wesley Blake, the forgotten sons guy. Mm. And now he's, I can't imagine. Uh, but <clears throat> these are one of those things that, uh, look, I mean, you can, you gotta try to keep an eye out for it. Hopefully people are able to ask for help. Um, but sometimes, and it's this is just awful. Um, when you decide, or if you decide, like there ain't much that can stop you. And no, you know, and the, and not to even make it more tragic or, or, or dangerous. But dude, the the guy's a, a veteran of the Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, World War Three uh, conflicts, and. Um, I don't need to remind everybody how high the suicide rate is there from soldiers coming back from that. Right. So, um, not an easy thing to deal with just that. Now your significant other is gone and you got to be 
uh, single father to three girls, man, that's a, that's a lot to shoulder, bro. A lot. To yeah. Shoulder. Uh, a ton. And I can see why something like that didn't come out publicly. Uh, you know, and, and you know, however, those things do eventually come out publicly, whether it mm. becomes public knowledge or they, you know, grease the, the palm of somebody, the, uh, you know, all the all the all the what what do they call it? The coroner's assistant. Autopsy. Autopsy. Um, who the hell knows how these things happen? Um, but <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 no good. And uh, you know, I hope the best for her family, and we all do. Uh, what I hear, nice girl, nice lady, nice. But to me, when I, and it's not a, even about their situation or what have you. When I see or hear these things, you know things are not right in the bubble down there, bro. You know, like if these are happening, you know, I mean, sure, it might be a selective case, but when you've got uh, Velveteen Dream in the goddamn, you know, bathhouse, or you've got fucking Jake Atlas getting into it with his boyfriend and everybody's fucked up and you, you just see it like, there there's a lot more than just one case of this shit going on right now, you know, down there. Yeah. And, and, and obviously as you um, say, as one of your, your coined uh, sayings, like, what is it? What the what showbiz it's. Uh, Carney's queers and addicts, bro. Carney's queers and addicts. And um, that's, that's rip. I mean, I say it and people are like, he said queer it's right in LGBTQ. It's not QAnon is not the Q in that fucking. Yeah, it, it's not mean spirit. It's like no find the message, and it doesn't and, uh, even mean anything about gay. There's plenty of weird homosexual or, or weird uh, heterosexual people doing three camera shoots <laughs> of of banging each other out on fucking camera that are your WWE superstars. That's queer behavior. That's yeah. not that's not normal. Like you know what? We're all on TV. Roll tape. <laughs> it's just insane, bro. It's absolutely insane. And, and you, you know, we saw in, in developmental and OVW, a lot of young guys, cause the business guy, it's not back in the day. They were, they were young, but they start, they didn't reach success till they were broken in and older. And I'm sure some of them were traumatized by that yeah. point, but, but uh, they weren't, promised so much at such a young age um on the grand scale or or an opportunity where even if you're not promised anything but you walk out and you look at the spectacle and the machine and you go and they're telling you the brass ring get that brass ring yeah and when things don't work out or you know even as a early 20s mid 20s you you don't have the experience and wisdom to understand why you're you know you got let go and you weren't good enough and you got heat for some bullshit you don't even understand and now you're all your buddies everybody who and everything you've you you had your value locked up in in your in yourself and 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 money monetarily everything it, it's gone and people have a variety of ways of handling or not handling that i'm not sure that's what this was obviously but it's you know it's it's ripe for the opportunity for 
uh, anyone with mental illness to kind of, you know, slip into a, a, a yeah. uh, that, that landslide. And with whether it's uh, CQA or uh, with all genius, there's madness. And in this Carney circus, the best performers who can bring that out usually that's where they're living in the moment vicariously. And the other side of that is a dark lowered place when you're not out there for your eight minutes, getting that big adrenaline hit inside of you. It's they just can't, we've seen plenty of people who can't deal with the reality of, of what it is. You know what I mean? So, and, and then when your eight minutes gets cut to two and you're paranoid about it and selling for it, now they know they got you. So, yeah. Um, no junk, no soul. Sometimes they say, but (laughs) (laughs) you gotta get past that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, veteran writing, veteran wrestling personality, uh, (laughs) says nobody gets over against Chris Jericho in AEW during a recent podcast, Jim Cornette, you might've heard of him, uh, commented on Adam Cole's ongoing feud with Chris Jericho. He says, Adam Cole, with the goodwill he had from the people uh, about the legitimate concussion problem, and he was out for so long. Remember the first couple of times he brought the house down. Uh, They have made him look like a small, tiny simpleton and done nothing interesting. And the Jericho group is the kiss of death because it's always the same thing, though they will do a WWE sports entertainment style angle where they just beat somebody up unmercifully and no one trying to help, and it's uh, the same thing every time. Then who gets over against Jericho? Nobody. I don't know if I agree with that uh, really at all. Uh, their guys are booked in a weird way of like, hey, we're getting heat on somebody, Jericho Appreciation Society. Send two more people to be the Calvary. We fucked them up too. So now it's it went from four on one to really four on three. They're still up. And then send Roddy Strong, and he fucks everybody up. So none of it makes any sense of a three on four. No. A one-on-four, yeah, of course we can fucking do it. And they've kind of done the same thing with Adam Cole, like to, to bring him back in that weird shit where they tried to handcuff him and beat Britt Baker, and then that turns into abuse women's shelter fucking shirt. And it's just like, this guy is your Tom Cruise stereo. Like, it's hard to find a stereotype Tom Cruise. You got one. How the fuck do we play out Top Gun, uh, Mission Impossible, uh, all that kind of stuff with him to get that over. Instead, it's about, hey, is he coming out in some new Halo cosplay gear? Yay. Like, none of that's getting anybody over, bro. So I don't I don't put that heat on Jericho. Like, Jericho's burying these guys. I, I don't feel that way when I watch it. What do you think? Um, I – everybody loves Adam Cole in the business. Adam Cole's a great guy. Uh, Adam Cole – is oh, this sounds like a serious burial if we're if we're prefacing with this? <laughs> Adam Cole is a is is, is uh, uh, a a very solid performer for Ring of Honor. And when he was coming up, like he was in the Maryland, D.C., Canada, Pennsylvania area um, before the Ring of Honor run, and he, um, you were like, you could see something. It's like oh, he's, he's small. But like, there's something definitely there. He's 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 having uh, at the time considered like those um, matches of you know kick out of everything that sure. and, and and they him and Tommaso and um, Gargano kind of started to mold that NXT um, 
type of, of, of match from the Ring of Honor and everything else. This is, it, it's, it's bizarre. Like, I don't think, I, I think it's a series of bad decisions made one after another. Um, and, and poor booking of Adam Cole coming back from the, the neck injury and being, you know, poorly, poorly uh, <laughs> cuffed poorly to the to the ring. Yeah. I'll give you one Cuffs guess who did very that. Poor. <laughs> who yeah. did I didn't see it. Who who did the the shitty handcuffing? Garcia clearly never <laughs> never been handcuffed, no. never used handcuffs. Um and it and to to double down on that that shirt was kind of insanity. Yeah. Like what the fuck are we thinking? Um <clears throat> it's but Jericho for for that's the thing. Cornette's here burying it like Jericho's like Jericho comes out with that shirt on on the controversy of it on Wednesday to get it over, even if they're gonna pull it at like World Trade Center seven. Fucking they're gonna at least have it as a remember that controversy and I got the limited edition shirt for the super fans who ordered it right away because they knew shit was hot about it. Like there's value in that. None of this to me looks like you work with Jericho, you're not getting over at all, bro. To me, it seems like he's one of the most, even if he goes over, you're Orange Cassidy, you got to work Chris Jericho, motherfucker. Like, like that, that's huge. This, this is a, this is an internet uh, wrestling community. Uh, <clears throat> like they, there's a, there's a lack of logic there. Uh, if you don't think young talent, who had never had the opportunity to work Chris Jericho isn't going to get better having been in the ring with him, whether um, the angles of fart and church and the payoff is not great or uh, it's, it's to their benefit. They're yeah. always going to want to do that program because Jericho's going to be able to teach him a number of things. Right. Um, <clears throat> now to say, and obviously the Jericho stuff is Jericho's, um, uh, you know, bat, going to bat for himself and his guys through the mind of Tony and through the ear of Tony. Um, so it's going to be what it is. But there was, if you remember in WWE before he left that last run, he had kind of a, a few odd, uh, odd duck programs like with Bray Wyatt where Bray, didn't left didn't leave the program any better but that could have been something else we don't know yeah um yeah the the stuff he did with moxley was the shits too that stupid fucking uh cage match with all the stuff hanging from the top it just came off as ugh. uh but i don't i don't know what uh Cornette's heat is with jericho to be honest with you uh, the way Jericho, I, I know what his heat is. It's the Trump stuff. Trump stuff. Yeah. It's the bullshit fucking. And to see a master worker like Cornette sell for all this bullshit politics is the most head scratching shit of all time. So I don't know what he wants to do because he's talking on the Dems who are the even more terrible workers than the fucking other side. But I did meet uh, who I think is the next Chris Jericho this weekend, bro. And I couldn't believe it. Uh, this guy's father, this picture doesn't do him justice. His dad's a big son of a bitch, but I, I met the kid and he had to do a run in 
uh, on GGP's match with me. His name's Magnum, but he's uh, he's in Canada, bro. Tell me this isn't your fucking next Chris Jericho, bro. This oh, kid is 17 years old, bro. The love and child fucked- of Lenny he Lane looked- and Jericho. And Jericho, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but it, it popped me because he's got – you know, super good looks, and he's only 17. He looks like he's 22, 23, like, man-sized arms, not a teenage kid, you know what I mean? And and then he comes out with, like, this rock and roll stuff with the spikes on it and a hat. I'm going, bro, in my mind, I go, and I don't know, his dad was a, a, a worker, and, like, his dad's 6'8", so when he walks in, you're like, holy fuck, who's that big son of a bitch? Uh, and the kid's got a great A education. He don't need nothing, man. They're like, Drive the ladies wild. Send them out in some fucking trunks. I would do the Jericho WCW ponytail switch every show with them. He don't need nothing else if if uh, Pops is listening. But in Canada, they like their fucking overdone gimmicks and, and all that shit. And if he looks like Jericho and Jericho's doing that on AEW, I see why he'd be emulating that. But if I was booking him, bro, I'd be like, get me sexy kids. Send them out there. Right. Like, right. Right. <laughs> Give me that, that glitter shirt. And that kid is the great Malenko's great grandson or yeah, great grandson, I believe, too. So keep an eye out for that kid, Magnum, bro. Like that. I I, I bet he's signed in three, two. Like I think they spent <laughs> half the year down in Florida. And like he's got all the ins down there. It's just that he's 17. I think as soon as he turns 18, they got to put a contract on him. Is it 18 they can do it now still? They got the 19-year-old girl who did the skateboard thing, right? Like, uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I know, like, we were talking about Rene Dupree. The issue was he couldn't rent a car. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Good rib. Good rib. Uh, our final story of the day, Timmy, and this one, I know you've heard me cover it while you were away. And again, I'm so glad you're back. But uh, this this continues to get not just me hot, but everybody is just like tweeting me and being like, how much for a fine for this, Ben? I mean, and I think we've almost moved past fines because I just can't believe a guy who came through a WWE system and was on the main roster and as a C player in many failed angles still doesn't understand why, how wrong this is and how stupid it is. But Buddy Matthews responds to Dom Dom being written on the back of Rhea Ripley's gear. Uh, For the 2023 Backlash Premium Live event, Rhea Ripley had ring gear with Dom Dom written on the back in honor of Dominic Mysterio. Rhea shared a photo on Instagram with always bringing Poppy with me as the caption. Buddy Matthews, who's dating Rhea Ripley in real life, commented on the following message. He might be written on your bum, but I get to touch it completely blowing this fucking angle again. And not to say that Dominic wasn't guilty a couple months ago, posting a picture with his new fiance. When we're trying to do dominatrix submissive, we're all in jury duty together and fucking that he's my little love interest. And I whip can't I drip candle wax on his balls and that's what he enjoys. But you know, here it is, buddy Murphy trying to, show up at WrestleMania and be there in politic and be in the back to come back. Cause Alistair black wants to come back. Same with Charlotte's guy there that Tony's really done nothing. And I bet same with Rusev. I just saw Rusev and uh, uh, his and Lana day posting from the beach in Puerto Rico with bad bunny in the career with uh, Damian priest in the crew. Like 
they're all just trying to politic to get back in and they are totally cutting the throats of all the creative and all the believability that we're trying to put into these phony storylines to get their own shit in and can't stop. I would say to him, if I was in charge, you're not coming back here anymore. You, you, you our biggest storyline and you continue to not do business for it and go into business for yourself. This is the third time. That's your third strike. I'm sorry, pal. If you don't understand that by now, there is no fine that I can give you. And then I turn around to Raya and go, if you can't stop him from doing this, uh, your run is done here. If I, and the next time I see this, that next night, the belt's coming off you. So you either better take care of your relationship or this relationship ends because we're the ones paying you and we're the ones investing millions upon millions of dollars into your character to get you to this point of being at the top and your your boyfriend who should know better who came through the same damn system and worked with seth rollins and everybody else still it doesn't get how bad he's hurting your career in front of everybody right now. So you better straighten up and fly right and get on fucking board or else everybody's done here. Uh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I can't disagree with you because you got to think when he's posting something like that, uh, pronouns that being buddy, uh, buddy Matthews, that Rhea as his, his, uh, partner, and girlfriend would probably say if it was, um, she thought it wasn't a great idea. Like, dude, stop. Yeah. Like, stop. And um, she's not. So that leads me to believe it's kind of like, oh, you know, and. <laughs> if, I'm oh. head of, if I'm head of creative, I'm going, oh. Yeah. I'm not going, oh. <laughs> I'm not right. going, please have him do it and undercut all the fuck. Hey, you guys remember when we were on the flight uh, for the, the last 12 hours coming up with great creative for them? And then this guy tweets one thing and undercuts all the believability. Boy, I'm happy about wasting 12 hours of my life. Thanks a lot. Yeah. And, and. Rhea Ripley is a uh, get damned star. Like yeah. she is, she should be in John Wick. Like she should, she should be doing all that stuff as a cross media performer. And to not crack the whip there, I don't know what that's about. Um, because obviously I'm not in the relationship, but um, Buddy Matthews and <clears throat> that. Uh, the fact that AEW, a lot of AEW talent kind of just say what they want when they want to say it. And Punk just kind of shows up uh, at Impact. Yeah, he's there and there, he wants to come back and Instagram some stupid shit. They just can't stop themselves and help themselves when there's millions of dollars invested in them. And if he, the fact that he wants to come back, they all do, right? That's why they're showing up at the Hall of Fame or whatever and, and uh, to get their face in there. Dude, that to me shows you really don't give a fuck about your girlfriend, her story, and and knowing that she's at the top right now. And a guy like that absolutely should know all of those things and not be myopic inside the Florida bubble. Uh, the vet says anyone who sees this on social media is already smartened up, and none of this matters. 
Uh, I'm not saying they're not smart enough by any means, but we bite into this because we want a fantasy in our characters of what's going on, dude. And uh, this guy's breaking that reality, uh, this fantasy, by injecting some weird reality that doesn't serve the story at all. In fact, it undercuts almost everything that's going on. So if he's trying to go into business for himself and work himself into the story, to what? Be another background player in a group again for the third time like it just it, it doesn't have the value to me to, to to put it over and it's confounding and if i was at upper management there is no fine for this this is straight up you fucked up uh, our storyline x amount of times you had heat on you before wrestlemania for doing it and you continue to do it that's it here and if you don't get it in line belt's gone it's as easy as that yeah uh 680 your way out the door and that that's the thing too it, it's i i think there's well maybe it's not great for business but you know hey there's that mentality of we're real people outside here and and um and there's also a mentality probably of who gives a shit i don't care that's my boyfriend or that's my girl you know and it's 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 <laughs> when she comes home and puts heat on him because she just got fined 20 grand because she couldn't handle it that that'll be the real you want reality <laughs> that's the reality of the situation of how this should be handled not going yeah. wrong. isn't it cute and, that they do and, that and furthermore you might you know that you might have a a real point in the sense that it has been absolutely documented um one time in like a teary uh confession in in a Toyota Prius by Alistair Black and <clears throat> that he, you know, wants out. And um, so does obviously Buddy Matthews, I'd imagine. I'm I'm speculating. Yeah. Rusev but, and and uh what's uh Charlotte's uh, guy's name? Uh, uh Andrade. Andrade. Uh, and and they're you know, it, it I don't know if that's the way to go about it. But now they, uh, the House of Black has um, really, it looks like, beaten down uh, Tony's better um, or his, his type of thinking to actually get like a sensible psychology applied to their matches. Right. How long did that take? Yeah, way um, too long. If it was me and he was coming back, to the rib then would be of not that you're not coming back. It would all be dominatrix scenes with Dom in a stockade getting his ass whipped with a cat of nine tails. And over in the corner, there'd be a guy with a gimp mask on who's fucking all jacked. And all his fucking thing is to do is sit there with his nutsack tied off with some coarse rope. Like, that's his whole gimmick from now on, bro. Like, you want it in? Here's your in. And you're back to it. Like, and he's got, he's got the, uh, the, the zip line <laughs> tying him. From the, mm -hmm. the, yeah. from the back to the corner. <laughs> Some autoerotic asphyxiation, whatever, you know, whatever <laughs> like, it is. Like from uh, Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I, hey, man, it's interesting. Why not? <laughs> yeah. it but, but if you wanted to go into biz for yourself and get in the storyline, here's your part. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and that's, it's just, it's, it's, a old, it's a tale as old as time. Yeah. That, when, um, especially since social media and, you know, <clears throat> live wire interviews, and things of that nature, guys, when they're not pleased, will 
you know, ruffle feathers, say what they say, what they, they uh, want to say to kind of maybe get somebody's attention. That's, that's fine. If it's you by yourself, but your, your lady just hit the top of the mountain and she's at the, probably the hottest rising star that there is across the board right now, because Ray and Dominic has played out. Bloodline's been played out. She's the one that really has the the biggest Elon Musk rocket strapped to her fucking ass right now. And, yeah. you know, it, it's unbelievable that uh, that anybody in WWE system for that long would think that that's the right thing, that there's not going to be any heat coming down on her because of it. And then he went back to AEW and lays down for Orange Cassidy after he showed up at the, <laughs> at the fucking thing. So we're learning no lessons here, you know. Everybody lays down for Orange Cassidy. That's <laughs> how, how Tony has booked him as, yeah. as unbeatable. Yeah, man. So. But uh, it's unbeatable today on the Monday Locker Room with Timmy Baltimore returning to Hameen Media Group. Made my entire week already, and it's only Monday, buddy. So glad to see you and to see my friends on the mend with Stevie uh, putting out great inspiration from uh, his story and come back. Check that out on Instagram. And uh, to see you bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, with a full head of hair, you son of a bitch uh <laughs> it's uh it's the anger i needed this morning to, to get my week started so can't uh, find me for this brother <laughs> <laughs> oh shit man uh we'll watch raw tonight over at referee sideburns and be back tomorrow with the raw review on russo brand and master shoot theater to break all that down uh do you think these two goofs are gonna accept the challenge timmy they're gonna get in the ring with Hacker Hameen WrestleMania 40 weekend and get the spotlight that they so desperately crave, but aren't man enough to glove up and do what needs to be done. In the words of nightmare, Danny Davis, you don't have a hair on your ass, Bill body. <laughs> if you don't get in there, um, you know, like I, uh, I would hope there's still, um, <clears throat> that, that, that need that want, for uh, not only, uh, you know, excitement and eyes on the product, get people talking, but like people would pay to see this. This is yeah. pro wrestling. Hop in yeah. there, man. Let's let's give the money to charity. Uh, well, Fuck charity <laughs> fucking uh, dude. The way I see it, it's about an eight to ten thousand dollar overhead to book it with possibly a hundred and fifty thousand dollar gate fund these this asshole's flight. Give him five grand on checkout to get knocked out the way the way his fucking daddy should have fucking done it to him, and pay it off in front of all of K100, HMG, and Russo brand hardcores. And really, you want to talk about what the most talked about match of WrestleMania weekend will be? Would be a shoot boxing match, me versus both those touch holes back to back, and it still won't go five rounds. And all they really want is spotlight at any cost, negative or what have you, and they want heat heat gets paid off so you're either going to pay it off in a bathroom when somebody fucking hooks you up and killer cross is in there waiting for you <laughs> and you fucking come around and you get paid nothing or you can feed your fucking crackhead egos and get in get in the ring and actually look like a man in front of your kids but there ain't a lot of man inside of either of you. Hey, get get a man inside me, Deuce. <laughs> There's probably been a couple of men inside of the broke black mountain fluffer over there. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, I don't think uh, I, I don't think in his mind he stands to uh, not get embarrassed. So 
Like, I don't know. I think it's embarrassing. You got 10 months to train. Go hire the fucking best boxers over there. Get Tyson Fury's fucking guys, whoever. I'm just a, a guy. I'm, apparently, I'm a hot dog and a handshake guy who makes no money and can't draw, and I'm irrelevant. But I could make you guys the biggest match of WrestleMania weekend, so how fucking relevant am I? Uh, they, they, anybody can, anybody can shape the narrative, um, <laughs> especially if, uh, <clears throat> you have people listening to be a pussy, but not sound like a pussy, uh, <laughs> to frame yourself in the sense of he's a nobody. I don't need to fight him. And, um, besides he'd whoop my ass. Yeah. I listened to the, the, uh, verbiage and the interview i'm not sure who's talking to him it was hausman and him yeah oh hausman and him and he's just he doesn't listen he doesn't know the game he's uh hausman says something like well he's a little out of your weight class and he doesn't even hear it because he's just well that's nick trying to go to bat for him and then they just change the narrative because they don't want to actually the line is in the sand. Are you going to do it or no? They haven't said no because they just want to keep spinning it to have somebody on a show who's actually does this shit for real. <laughs> and they have way too much access and they know it. And then last night, like, you know, I, I somebody put out the clip I played over the top uh, of another show of Shepard's going to do something stupid in three, two. And then it took all of that uh, for them to drop some Zelina Vega dad, dead 9-11 joke, and everybody wants them killed now. Well, the opportunity's there for you to pay off that heat. You want to keep getting it. It's not going to come back to you. you you're going to get knocked out by somebody either way, you know. Might as well make a fucking payday for it and pay off the heat the right way. You got heat. You're garnering heat at some point, man. You gotta let the pressure valve off, mm. pay it off. Otherwise, people stop listening to what you're saying. Yeah, well, they got no place. They got no place left to go. They've burned all the bridges with everybody who gave them access that is uh, actually legit and credible in this business, and they're nothing more than sycophantic hanging on leeches. You know what I mean? So uh, he's doing uh, a he, he's doing like sports bet or like. Betting, right? Isn't that? What uh, I think cockbetting, cockbetting.com is his uh, site. <laughs> I think I don't know. <laughs> Do, Deucey, what's the over under on eight inches? <clears throat> All right. Oh man, <laughs> these these uh these assholes and and shadow creepers and <laughs> spineless and this is me. My spine's made of metal. Spineless sons of bitches don't have a you know never yeah. been in a fight and don't have a uh again hair on their ass to mm-hmm. to step up and you know get some excitement going man put a little yeah. put a little uh put a little bit of money where your mouth is uh, yeah they want fame they want this. fame here's fame bro i'm fucking uh you could live forever i'm gonna make you learn how to fly fame well <laughs> Oh shit, man. Uh, but, uh, all the way around, we'll see. Did they accept anybody? No. Okay, good. But, and we'll, we'll keep on it. And they're talking about, well, he weighs more than you do. Uh, and all that out of your weight class. Well, I identify as five foot six, 150 pounds. So yeah. please stop fat shaming me, Nick. And, uh, yeah. and, and height shaming me. Cause that's what I identify as. I mean, you're in Chicago, Nick, you should know this, that I can be whatever I want to be. And you going against that is is a is a personal attack on me you know how dare yeah. you how dare you 
Smarten up. Smarten up. Oh, y'all, y'all, man. Uh, it's, it's been a smart episode here. Smart mouth motherfuckers all the way from Baltimore through the wire back here to the Hacker Hameen Studios deep 200 feet by, uh, below the ground in the missile silo. It's a Monday locker room that I was looking forward to. Timmy, welcome back, pal. Love you, bro. Hey, love you too. Love the army. You guys are the best. Let's keep, I, never never change keep stirring the shit never change <laughs> never change too smart for him uh but you can check timmy out i'm sure he'll be back at mcw and doing everything out with uh those guys in joppa uh with all the big papas out there uh having a good time uh in uh clam shucking country or whatever it is you guys are no, doing out there crabs Masters. man crabs, crabs blue crabs, crabs obey i need some seafood man i'm fucking on a bender for that shit i haven't had some good stuff in a while from out there so uh but y'all i got three weeks off from the ring uh four weeks maybe but uh june 3rd i'm in uh westmerland they just announced alex shelley for immortal championship wrestling and i'm working on a very very big possible name to join us for my championship celebration bro but uh, nothing's in the books yet. So we're going to try and uh, see what we can get done here this week. Big business all around with horseshoegenetics.com. Had uh, some good bulk orders this week. And uh, obviously, HMG soldiers were the first ones to get their <laughs> cannabis garden growing. And now's the time to plant your seeds. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, get me another NDA. I've got seeds to plant. Uh, <laughs> but you, know, uh, you can go to horseshoegenetics.com right now and get your garden growing with the best cannabis seeds. Cameo.com slash Ben been cutting all kinds of promos i'll cut one on you your boss your your whatever nephew for his birthday i don't give a shit i'll insult everyone and i uh, had some pro wrestling tees.com slash ben i mean sales as well so thank you guys for representing me uh everywhere uh you go to an indie show and if you want uh me out there let your indie promoter know as well i i don't know why i'm saying that because i don't really want to take any more bumps right now for a while <laughs> but uh well y'all uh, we're gonna keep on keeping on you guys here on the Monday Locker Room, channelattitude.com. If you're not Caucasian, uh, then leave. Mark Henry. <laughs> <laughs>